three more sleeps and we will one way or the other witness history whichever way history is going to write itself but we are going to witness that kaiser chiefs will be playing their biggest game in the club's 51 year existence it will be their biggest game don't tell me about what what uh, this will be their biggest game and for coach Pitom Simani, I mean, he's targeting his third CAF Champions League winner's medal. And you do get the feeling that for Chiefs, it is a lot more important having to put all of their eggs in one basket this past season. And now they've got that opportunity to finally join the other uh, two big clubs in South Africa and having that star on top of their logo. I see the Chiefs fans salivating at that idea and that thought. But one thing that they surely know is that if they want it, they have got to work for it. A lot of the players that are going to be playing over the weekend, they know that if they underperform for them, it is all over. They are players that have been signed, that are waiting for their positions. They're going to take them and it's finished in terms of them. And if they don't do it now, They'll never, ever be able to do it. So I guess it's the underdog tag, though. Is it going to work for them? Is it going to work in their favor? Maybe the occasion. I mean, is it going to be too big for Wamakosi? That question will be answered this coming Saturday evening in Casablanca. And either way, a South African will be a winner. And history will be made. I mean, we reached out to the former Kaiser Chiefs coach, Mushin Etogrel, uh, to help us preview this game. Uh, you you got to cast your mind back 1999-2003. I mean, he was in charge of Kaiser Chiefs in that period, and he guided them to their very first and only continental trophy. And that's when they beat Egypt's Ismaili. Uh, that was the 2001 African Cup Winners' Cup Final. So he knows more than most. The club, Chiefs, he knows more than most. Continental football, winning it and against Egyptians. So let's go all the way to Turkey and welcome a man we haven't spoken to in a while. Uh, Mr. Moshin Etugal, good evening. Good evening, Robert. Uh, great to hear your voice and good evening to the listeners. Firstly, as a human being, how is Coach Moshin Etugal? How are you doing up in Turkey? Uh, missing you guys, firstly, I'll say that, uh, obviously, uh, uh, watching from far, still following uh, the football, still following what is happening in South Africa, uh, and um, been always connected, uh, but also we had, uh, uh, for my opinion, a very bad year, uh, you know, that I'm in more as a Turkish national team, and um, uh, there is a bit. Uh, it was a bit heavy challenge for us, and we are now discussing and um, putting plans together how to approach uh, again the new challenge that we have uh, very soon in September. The World Cup qualifiers qualifiers will come up, mm. and uh, we have to start thinking about um, what happened, uh, what went wrong, and we um, will come up with the solution that uh, the team performs to that level that it has uh, performed before the Euro. So it's quite uh, challenging for us as well at the moment, but uh, 
uh, it is we need to find a solution after after bad performance because uh, the expectations in Turkey is always very high in football. I'll talk about those expectations and we wish you everything of the best, Mushin. We always see uh, the great work that you're doing up there. So never, ever stop uh, because we're always very proud of the association that we've had with you here in South Africa. He has a big game this coming weekend for Kaiser Chiefs, obviously. A, a, a major platform, an opportunity for them to reach where they've never reached before. And already they've made history, uh, Mushin, by just virtually being into the semifinals, into the final history made. But you can't get this far and not want to go all the way and clinch it from where you are. What have you observed of these two teams and who stands a better chance? Yeah, it's um, it's a final. Uh, firstly, for Kaiser Chiefs, I think, and for the players, uh, for Kaiser Chiefs, it's different. Uh, for the players, it's a lifetime achievement to be in the final, firstly. And uh, if they can uh, snatch it and win uh, the trophy, it's a lifetime achievement. You don't uh, come along um, every season to have this opportunity. Uh, for the When you look to back, uh, just mentioned 2001, uh, how long it took uh, again Kaiser Chiefs to be there uh, in the final uh, at an international level, and um, there you can see that um, it is it is quite challenging. And for the players, it is uh, it is a lifetime achievement uh, if they can uh, win it. And for my opinion, uh, immediately the difference uh, to see. My only worry at the moment, what I have is uh, Kaiser Chiefs in the preseason. And um, Alahli has been involved in this in this game so many years. Uh, it's a team that is actually, actually at the moment demanding every week and week out. So they are in a rhythm. Uh, and that is the only part that I think. But uh, it is to have been taught so much this season for Kaiser Chiefs. To be in the final, for my opinion, it is, it is a great achievement. And uh, that shows that there is quality. There can't be a quality and you reach that level. Uh, obviously, you have to go a little bit back if I'm being allowed to... To see the Kaiser Chiefs has last season uh, lost the league in the last 20 minutes, and this is a psychological aspect for all of the players. And it's easy from outside to have here and there a say and um, uh, find a certain topics from outside, but inside it's quite uh, very difficult. And I knew that it's going to be a quite challenge for Kaiser Chiefs this season. Uh, and um, obviously, in the end, uh, they managed it. They came together, and um, to be now in the cup, uh, in the cup final, Champions League cup final is. Uh, it shows you that the team has the quality. I mean, I want to take you back, though. The, the, this might bring back very fond memories uh, from the team that uh, did the damage. I, I spoke about what they call the the Mandela Cup. Uh, you had Brian Malloy, Cyril Nzama, Patrick Mabedi, who was captaining the team at the time, Isaac Mabota, uh, Josias Makamo. Uh, you know, Richards, I think, came on as a sub right about the 50th minute. You had Markham Tembu. Uh, you had Tabo Muaki, Atazwane, and, uh, you know, that's just the irony of it all, that Atazwane's been such a major part <laughs> of what Kaiser Chiefs has been. You know, the transition with Gavin Hunt, uh, Gavin leaving, and then him having to, to take the reins. I mean, just firstly, before I even complete these names, what have you made of a player that was such an integral part of your starting lineup and where he is now uh, standing within, what, 90 minutes of uh, potentially winning uh, the Champions League trophy? Firstly, whenever I met him, uh, I must say that he, he is always a player that uh, has, uh, let me say, that that mind um, to, to develop certain type of football. And uh, 
it's not for me a surprise, I must say, that it's easy now from outside to talk about. But it's not definitely not a surprise for me mm. that as others come far, and it makes me proud um, to a player that has also achieved so much in football as a player. Now he's, uh, he's learning and, and um, he knows what, it's, what it means to mid-win trophies. That's, the, that's what it is. Uh, you can do everything in, in, uh, in, your, in your preparation and in your season. But to win trophies, uh, to win uh, a major trophy, this is, this is something different. And Atta knows that. Um, has a mind of an offensive player uh, as well. And um, sometimes you have these former defenders who think security. But Arthur is more a, a player that always looked into finding gaps and old hole to uh, approach the, the opponent defensive lines. And I think that uh, that makes him also to a great coach uh, at the moment, what I see. And he's in a learning curve and having such achievement already so early means uh, that uh, there's something growing and it really makes me proud of him. Uh, yeah, I think in that game, that was in March 2002, you also had in that squad and in that starting lineup, Stanton Fredericks. And then a player yeah. that lit up. You know, a player that lit up everybody was Jabu Mashang. And it, it was for specific <laughs> reasons. You would know. I mean, he would bring back such good memories. I mean, he played so well. Later on, you were to say, hey, kid, listen, uh, we need you to go overseas now. You know, you're tired of, of, of playing here. You had Sean Parmal as well, uh, who played in that uh, in that game, and you substituted him just after the hour mark. But talk about Jabu and, and the kind of impact and whether we can have anybody replicate whatever Jabu was able to do because that is what special talent motion does. It is unpredictable and is able to sway a game. Oh, Mushin, I don't know. Uh, I hope he's still on the line. Um, he's, he's disappeared for now, uh, but let's let's hope that he's still he is still on. So we'll we'll try get him back on the line. Um, it is important as well to just remind everybody uh, that besides the Champions League trophy, uh, the winners are going to get prize money. I know everybody loves prize money. I don't even know. These days I've been scared to look at what the rand dollar exchange rate is like. Is it favorable? Is it not favorable? Uh, given everything that's happening in the country. Uh, but maybe you can help me on Twitter. Just uh, let me know. But yeah, the prize money will be 2.5 million US dollars. The runners-up will collect 1.25 million US dollars. So that's the cash. Besides the trophy, that's what they'll get. So work that out and see what an important cash injection that will be. Um, hopefully I'll ask Mushin about the, the changes since the last time he was in charge, uh, you know, from a player perspective. But I just wanted to touch on the kind of influence that a player like a Jabu Mashangu had back then, and he was able to play man-of-the-match type of uh, games, Coach Mushin, and that was just on the eve before he had to go overseas. What What is that like, and what would it take for Chiefs to have a special player like that who can turn a game? Yeah, I mean, uh, he's, uh, for my opinion, uh, many times underestimated. So, obviously, to work with him was, um, was very special for me, and... Uh, Everybody knows my, my relationship to Jabu. He was always a lucky son to me. Um, I found that, that um, you have... Uh, I was just saying we had that today, this discussion. We coaches sometimes want to overanalyze the, uh, the, the team and we won't want to do over, uh, 
let me say, organize the teams. Uh, when you lose the ball, when you have the ball, everything is today about um, how to get the best performance out of the team with the analysis and, and certain aspects. But uh, uh, the games, the teams uh, can really cancel each other uh, very much out. And this type of players like Jabu, Stanton Fredericks, uh, Tabu Muki, for instance, for me as well, a fantastic player, are players that can turn. Uh, you feel that when the ball is around the box, that something's going to happen, uh, that he can manage to get behind the uh, defensive line. That individual brilliance that has been sometimes in football necessary and, and really really missing uh, sometimes in international football, Jabu had that. And um, that was also the reason when I took him together with me to Austria. And even in Austria, was, uh, he was 10 times, 6 times per week uh, already, the play of the week in Austria. And uh, mm. You don't have so much players, and South African football actually is, is hungry for these type of players to get out. And um, it comes from certain aspects. For me, on that time, he was already 18 when... Um, he played in a team like Kaiser Chiefs week in, week out in, in that in that uh, in that level and in that, under that pressure. Uh, younger players obviously have uh, take a little bit longer to to be involved uh, in such a, such teams and week in week out, and you don't give that uh, too quickly these opportunities. But Jabu took it. Uh, likewise, uh, as well now uh, in, the, in the history, uh, Itwan and Kuna the same. Mm. Uh, so this type of players we had on that time, I think. Uh, the, just those names when you mentioned, uh, this is missing in South African football. A winger like Atos Wane, a centre-back like Cyril, Cyril Zamo, right wing-back when he played sometimes, or Tabu Muki, who really could uh, change the, the, the pace of the game whenever he needed to, to change. Uh, today is always, you feel like sometimes on the highway, but you need to sometimes uh, change the, the pace of the game. And that was his strength. And uh, so the combination that we had on those years uh, I must say that we had this wing play with Marco Mutembo on the left, uh, Antas one on the right. Um, it, is, it, is, it was special. And uh, later on in those years, when time passes by, you, you really feel what kind of special player these guys were on that time. And um, I wish uh, such special specialities could come up in South African football more. Whatever the reason was on those years, I must say uh, we, had, we had great players. A couple of changes from when you were coaching at the time. And I don't know what you would make of these. You know, now you've got five substitutions each, you know, that are allowed. Nine players going to be on the bench. There'll be a regular 90 minutes, of course, you know, 30 minutes uh, of extra time if they need to go there. And even in that extra time, there's an extra substitution that is allowed, which wasn't there before. And um, there will be a penalty to uh, shoot out if there is no winner that is uh, determined. But there's that extra thing that maybe somehow w- was great for Chiefs to have, uh, which is VAR. Because had it not been there, they might not have been in the final because a glaring error uh, was made by the assistant referee who was not able to keep up with the game. Mushin, um, but then VAR sorted that out and they got the goal that they deserved. And here we are talking at the verge of history being made uh, for Kansas Chiefs. So just all of those different elements in terms of, you know, the number of players and the substitutions to be made, the VAR factor, which is not in South Africa, but which is available uh, within CAF competition. Uh, this is very much important. Um, we can see in the last, last, uh, especially this, this uh, Euro has shown by side now the, the semi-final of England. 
but <laughs> I need to yeah, come. I just bypassed that to not to mention that. <laughs> but uh, but generally, when you look into it, uh, <laughs> the referees have been uh, holding on last season in the Turkish Premier League. Uh, we needed to be uh, very much involved to see our players. And I see sometimes every 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 decision has to be discussed with the VAR. This is this is this was not right. This has changed. Um, we saw this year, like in the Euro. The game has flown so much. Uh, it was the best time that uh, we had sometimes, uh, if I'm not mistaken, 63% uh, of the game was played without mm -hmm. stopping. Uh, generally, it's uh, under a little bit over 50%. So uh, for 90 minutes, we played 63 minutes. This is, this is a great uh, indication that also the referees let the game a little bit more go. And uh, very much important, you just mentioned that, that one decision was very vital for, for uh and this is why why this VR and the game is, uh, from my opinion, has become too valuable uh, that uh, on the referee can make a mistake, uh, a position that he doesn't see. We need to look into uh, uh, like uh, like a decision now, uh, like in England comes to the final with really a questionable decision, and uh, yeah. we have to reduce that. And uh, there's so much money involved and so much. Uh, pace in the game that referees can really escape uh, and, and can't see sometimes. Uh, so this is why you need those helps, and uh, I believe in that. But with the players today, uh, we had, uh, the, through the COVID story, uh, we had a suppressed league. Uh, the leagues generally in eight months finished it off, and players were demanding to play so many games. Uh, it was necessary that we, we needed to get uh, some more players involved in substitutions. Uh, but from the other side, uh, I think if you change too much as well, uh, your rhythm could be uh, swept away and it's be watering a bit. Uh, so these elements you need to, as a coach, uh, you need to see where and how you need to change uh, during the game, which is also much more demanding on the technical side. This is why you have so many people as well outside uh, watching the game from a wolf and, 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 and sending messages down to the... to the. We see that in our, in our game today so quick and the head coach can't see down there alone uh, the game with the two, two sides because you have so many systems during the game changed and you need to look in certain aspects so you need that help uh, and VR is one of them uh, that is very much helpful for the referee. Give me a score. Okay. Ah, <laughs> you like that. Uh, so my heart always leaves. Uh, is definitely the Scarlet Chiefs and um, I, I wish and hope uh, they can they can make it for South Africa today. Very much important um, that something very positive held, uh, in football uh, internationally comes across. And, um, then after that, uh, the club World Cup comes in. So, but it's going to be a quite challenge. Alahli is a very good team. Uh, they won't uh, play a counter attack. Um, I think she's going to approach for transition game. Um, and uh, Alahli is more stable onto the ball. But that brings also difficulties with. Uh, I think it's not going to be a big score. If Chiefs could get the, the first one, uh, I think they can make it. They can defend, coach. You know, I've got to remind people that Chiefs have kept seven clean sheets in the 10 games in the CAF Champions League this season. <laughs> no other side has ever recorded more in a single season. So we've seen them defend with their lives. But defending is part of the game. That's how Jose has won his trophies, uh, regardless of what people think. But, hey, you sometimes have to play ugly Absolutely. to win. Yeah. Absolutely. But, so but thank you, you so you, much, you, coach. You I, 
Yeah, sorry, sorry. I'm just uh, cutting in because of time uh, challenges on our side, Coach. Great yes. to have you. Maybe we'll chat to you once your prediction has come right and come true. Always a pleasure having you. And do let us know when you're in the country and we can always bring you closer to the studio for more conversations football-wise. Thank you very much. Uh, good evening to you and uh, to the listeners. Thank you so much. So many uh, people saying, wow, you know, I haven't heard from Mushin Etegral in a while. Could you hear his voice? Of course it is. Uh, he's a football brain, somebody who's been able to achieve a great deal uh, with the team uh, that will be playing against Alali over the weekend.